Welcome to Bundesliga Recap Match Day 22. The first game I'll go over is the Mainz versus Gladbach game, which was a 4-0 blowout in favor of Mainz. Which that, that, that shocked me. This game had the uh, most goals, I believe, of the entire weekend. So pretty low scoring in terms of how the Bundesliga has gone since coming back from break. But overall, I mean, it was a good game. Except for the fact that I thought Gladbach, after beating Bayern Munich 3-2, would have a big bounce. And then they get hit 4 nothing by Mainz. Now, don't get me wrong. Mainz is a solid team. They're 8th. They punch about above their weight every year. But this was disappointing. The biggest disappointment was just like just the entire uh, team. Nico Eldevi gave up an error, which led to uh, one of the goals. And overall... Gladbach just looked flat. The stats do basically favor uh, Mainz a lot. If you look at expected goals, they're not ahead by that much. Mainz have 1.81 and 1.2 goes is for Gladbach. I don't like talking about that a ton, but the stat I wanted to bring up was the expected goals on target, which men- which measures like when the ball is shot, where is it on frame, and where does how much expected goals would that generate? based on studies I've done, and it was 3.38 for Mainz compared to 0.43 for Gladbach. That's the difference in the game. The efficiency that Gladbach put on in this game, or not Gladbach, Mainz put on in this game is remarkable. Like, that doesn't happen, and it was absolutely extraordinary. And that's why they ended up winning this game by such a big margin. I do think they end up deserving this win, but... The key players in this one, definitely uh, uh, Jay Sung Lee, who's 30 years old, been a Bundesliga veteran for a while. Actually, not a while. I, I feel like I've seen him, but now he came in uh, 2021. He's had a decent season, seven goals, three assists for a Mainz team that generates a decent amount of goals. That's not bad. And Ingvartsen gets a goal, his eighth of the season. And uh, Ludwig Aduke, um, I didn't really know. I, he kind of slipped under the radar in a January transfer from Strasbourg to Mainz that I didn't really see, but he's been okay, got his first Mainz goal, which is big, and hopefully he can continue go only up from here. Uh, the next game, Wolfsburg versus uh, Cologne. Wolfsburg, 2-0. This was the game that Wolfsburg really, really needed. A big win. They have not got a win in a long time. Their last Bundesliga win was January 21st, but they've since followed it up with uh, four losses, one in the DFB Pokal, and a draw versus Schalke. So, been very disappointing. This is a game that they perform much better. If you look at the stats, though, they do actually favor Cologne, so maybe Wolfsburg got a little bit lucky. But overall, again, good performance from Wolfsburg. They didn't look completely out of place. They did get lucky. Uh, Martin uh, Schwab for uh, Cologne did give up uh, an air, so that was one of the reasons they scored But uh, on Gerhard's goal. But Arnold put a penalty back it, it, um, in. So overall, good game for Wolfsburg. Finally, uh, finally a win. Cologne could have won this game, though. I think they'll feel disappointed to lose 2-0, especially at home, to a team that's been struggling. Struggling, So, not the greatest uh, from Cologne's perspective. Uh, Cologne really trying to stay out of this relegation by 
So far, they are seven points out, which is, I'd say, pretty secure for right now. But you don't know, especially with this type, uh, relegation battle. There's a, Every team is still in it, so you don't know yet. I think they'll be safe, but it was a good... It was a, it's been a good run of form. I think they're probably going to be really disappointed to drop this game. Hertha Berlin versus Augsburg. Hertha Berlin 2, Augsburg nothing. Quite a few games have uh, the score line where the one team didn't score any. but this, And this was one of them. Hertha Berlin versus Augsburg. Richter and Luca Bacchio score. And this has been the real struggle for Hertha Berlin. They are sec or they're third in goal scored in the league. That's horrible. The only teams they're ahead of are Volkham and Schalke, who have the who have almost no combined attacking talent. Hertha Berlin, I mean, it's been awful this season. So to get these three points is crucial. They're now out of the relegation zone. I mean, I mean one point off, but still that's huge. Then looking at it, you have um, finally people scoring. Donny Luca Bacchio comes off the bench at halftime, gets a goal. That's huge. I think he should be playing more. I don't understand why they don't play him more. He was on a bad run four, but then he got a goal against Gladbach, and they kept him on the bench. I don't know if it's I don't I haven't looked into it to see if it's personal issues or something. He's twenty five years old. He's got nine goals. He's by far and away their top scorer. I don't know why he's not starting. I don't know. I don't think it's even close. He should be one of the... They have to play with two strikers. He's got to be one of them next game. And I think their, their coach is absolutely missing it if he doesn't see that. Leipzig versus Frankfurt. Leipzig go 2-1 up. Werner Bremen... Uh, or not Werner Bremen. Ver, Timo Werner and Forsberg get goals. Huge, huge, huge win for Leipzig. Gibral So gets the goal for Frankfurt. But... Leipzig look good, have so much attacking talent. And this is why, I mean, I think they're a better team than Dortmund. I think that's a bold claim to make, and we'll see next weekend when the two teams face off in a must. You can't miss that game. It's a must not watch. You must watch the game. It's going to be incredible. Forsberg gets a goal and assist. Werner gets a goal and assist. That's what you want to see. Timo Werner finally starting to find a bit of four. Maybe this is the game that changes it. He's been in a bit of a drought. Maybe this is the one that changed it. Dominic Slobbertsly, he doesn't get a goal, but he played well. Fulgsberg gets a goal and an assist. That's good. But you have Slobbertsly, Polson, Fulsberg, Werner, and Cuckoo comes off the bench. Silva. And and you have players injured too, like Omo. So, I mean, it's I mean it's incredible that they still have all this talent attacking talent that's proven on their bench. That's incredible. And having all that is just a luxury for Marco Rosa. He's a good coach. He's proving it. And, I mean, this is exactly it. And I think here's a problem for Oliver Glasnow in Frankfurt. He's done a good job. He won the Europa League last year, even though they had a bad domestic season. Now that they're sitting six, pretty good, solid. They've got a five-point cushion over Wolfsburg in seventh. And they are three points away from Freiburg ahead of them. So they're right in it. Here's the issue with them. I think they're too reliant on Kolo Mwani. I think if Kolo Mwani would were to get injured, he didn't have the greatest game. But the goal that they do score from Gibral So, the original cross was for Mwani. Like, everything is centered towards him. 
every cross, every through ball, they rely so heavily on him that, and it's not like one of those things where they pass it to Moani and then Lindstrom's open or Kamada can run after it. It's really just the Moani show. And I think that's fine, but I think he's going to get sold in the summer. I think Oliver Glasgow is going to have an issue. So I think he needs to keep Moani obviously as a main focal point, but they need to develop some other attacking ideas around him. Otherwise, I just don't see this team progressing through the season just as well because I think teams could double up on Moani, and that really negates the whole uh, Frankfurt attack, which is a huge issue. But overall, I think a very good game for Leipzig. They dominated start to front. They were the better team. They had more shots on target. They had more shots. They had higher expected goals. They deserve the win in this game. And credit to them, they're really starting to turn form. I mean, I know they had a loss against Union, and they've had a few draws, but they drew Manchester City, and they've been winning for a... They haven't had a... They had one loss against Union, but before then, they hadn't lost since September. So they've really turned a huge corner this season, and I think this is why uh, Marco Rosas had a great effect on the club, and I think this team could really challenge Dortmund, and I think probably overtake them for second. I still think Bayern's going to win the title, but Leipzig could enter this title fight pretty easily. Only four points off of the off of Bayern. I believe Leipzig do play them later in the season. So that will... Actually, they don't play Bayern Munich at all anymore. So that's, that's a huge loss for them. But they do play Dortmund, and that will be a huge, huge game. Uh, Dortmund, speaking of them, they win 1-0 versus Hoffenheim. And this was a game that... Dortmund just weren't that oppressive offensively. So they had high expected goals. They had 11 shots on target. And all, I mean, Oliver Bauman in my notes, I just have him. I mean, he stood on his head. He was absolutely fantastic. You can't say anything he did wrong in this game. But I really think this, this Dortmund team lacks some finishing. If they don't get a goal, I don't, I, I mean, Brandt gets the goal, right? in the 43rd minute, and you expect them to just crack open, get an easy win. They don't. Hoffenheim comes back, and I have in my notes, Casper uh, Dolberg looked really, really good for Hoffenheim. He came off the bench in in the 65th minute, and I he just had, he had good chances. He looked really good. He had one chance in particular. It was a right-footed shot on, the, uh, on a breakaway. And it was a fantastic uh, save from uh, from Koble, but I I mean I think it was a really really good performance by him. And Elias Bibu and Kramer played fine, but I really wanted to highlight again Christopher Baumgartner stood on his head again in this game. Didn't get a goal and assist because often I didn't score, but he played outstanding. He was feeding crosses in left and right. He had one shot that uh, was a rifle um, on a fast break uh, into the corner. Koble made an excellent save. He had, uh, like, second most touches on the pitch. He had nine of nine successful dribbles. He played four passes into the final third. I mean, just everything that Hoffenheim did flow through him, and it was just, he played very, very well. I'm sur- I will be surprised in, in a few years if he still plays for Hoffenheim, just because I think other teams, especially Bayern or Dortmund, should be able to see his talent in the Bundesliga and snatch him up because he's such a good player. And right now he is only 
at the age of 23. So he's got a long career ahead of him. Brayman versus Bochum. Battle of two teams with completely different seasons. Werder Bremen expected. They had a good season last year. Played pretty well. But no one expected them to play like this. Uh, they've been very good this season. And they get a 3 nothing win. And of course, if Bremen wins... That means uh, Nicholas Fulcrew scores. I mean, at the age of 30, he's having the career of the career year of his life in the Bundesliga. The highest he's ever gotten was 14, and right now he's got 14 goals in 21 matches. I mean, he had a really good year the year he got 14, right? But I mean, he's just been so much better this season. He has the exact same goals and assists as that year. That was his career high year, and he's already got that in 21 matches. That he's played in, it's outstanding. Anthony Jung, uh, 31-year-old German, gets two assists in this game. He looked really good. They just have a lot of really solid talent, especially from German Germany. Martin Dusch had a fantastic free kick under the wall, really nice. That's his fifth goal of the season. He's got five assists as well. They just have underrated players that they brought up from when they went down. Uh, they went down so. It's been very, very good from them. Bolcom, on the other hand, it just was horrible. There was no attacking talent really going on. The only player that I thought played well was Pierre Kunde, uh, Kunde from Cameroon, 27-year-old player. He looked really, really good. He had 15 passes into the final third. Baumgartner stood out with four. Now, he got 15. So, I mean, literally every ball that Bolcom played went through him up. I mean, he played outstanding in this game. He just had no help. Bochum just really don't have that much attacking talent, and when you don't have that, it's really hard to win, and you can't let in three goals because they can definitely not score three goals. Talk about a team who cannot score, and they do score in this game. Schalke, get, I mean, it's outstanding. This is a huge win. This is the first time they've got more than one goal in a single game, I mean, since August. Since August, that's crazy to me. I mean, they haven't scored two goals in a game since August. And looking at the stats, they played fine. They had six shots on target. That's the most they've had in a very long time. And Stuttgart struggled. Stuttgart are tied with uh, Bochum, Hoffenheim um, for 15th through 17th. Stuttgart currently sit on goal difference on 15th. But obviously, that's not very stable. Schalke. Schalke are now in this relegation race, and this is a huge win for them. This is only their third win in the season. They're now three points away from Bochum, Hoffenheim, and Stuttgart. Obviously, all tied at 19. Uh, Schalke is now at 16. And Schalke are on a really good run of form. They haven't lost since January 21st. They've got four 0-0 draws. Like, they've, their defense has been locked. And they finally, they let a goal in, but they get two. Huge, huge win. They play Bochum next. So this is, if they can beat Bochum, they definitely have a shot to get out of this title race or out of this relegation uh, battle. I think they can stay up if they beat Bochum. It's a huge, huge game. Bochum have almost no talent right now. And this is definitely uh where Schalke need to make up points, because if you look at their last three games, they have to play Bayern, Frankfurt, and Leipzig. I don't see them getting any points out of that. So they need to get points now, and this is a huge game to do it. So if they can really, they can make a mark and 
say they, they're not going to go down if they can beat Bochum here. I think it'll be very challenging, but Bochum have, have, aren't in a good run of form, and they don't have a lot of attacking talent. So with Schalke's uh, revamped defense, I think I th- I'd predict Schalke to win this game. I think it's a bold strategy, obviously, to pick a team that only has three wins, but they're in a really good run of form. They've got to be, the spirit's got to be up, and I think there's definitely a shot they can win this. On the other hand, you got to look at it from the other perspective. Stuttgart, this is disappointing. They're not having a good season. I, th- They brought in Bruno Labia, previously managed at Wolfsburg and Hertha Berlin, but he just hasn't done anything. I don't really understand this hire either. He hasn't been good for Hertha Berlin. He wasn't very good for Wolfsburg, and he didn't last long at either job. I don't know why they hired him, and he hasn't done very good for Stuttgart. If you look at their run of form, they have won uh, one Bundesliga game, and that was the last match day. But before then, they're, they haven't won one since November 8th. So it's, And that was before he was hired. So I just don't understand, really, what's going on with uh, Stuttgart right now. They have talent. They have talent, and they're not producing anything. Freiburg, we'll move on to Freiburg versus uh, Leverkusen. A 1-1 draw. And this was a wild game. I thought uh, Leverkusen much deserved this win. Expected goals shows that. Big ch- the bigger chances went to Leverkusen, in my opinion. Uh, they Leverkusen had 18 shots to compare to Freiburg's 9. So I felt like Leverkusen got forward better, played better overall. Footmob reflects that, which is uh, the app I use to track soccer games. They they show uh, Leverkusen dominating in every stat, just they didn't win the stat that matters, which is the goals. As Moon gets the lone goal for uh, Leverkusen, his first goal of the season, I believe, which is just shocking. I thought he would be much better this season. He really hasn't been. Uh, Patrick Schick and Burtz get subbed on. Didn't make a whole bit, big of difference, but Musa Daibi's back, which is a good thing for them. Michelle Backer got the assist, but, I mean, Grifo, what a free kick. This guy is a master at free kicks. He's wisely one of the best in Bundesliga to ever do it. He's got 12 goals on the season, four assists. A lot of them have been from penalties, but 12 goals, four assists. I mean, this is this is his best season in terms of scoring in the Bundesliga ever. And we're, again, only 22 match days in it. He only played in 21 of them. He's averaging a goal every 121 minutes for a winger that doesn't always produce that much, that many goals. It's the most he's ever produced. He's got four assists to go along with it. His best season. He's been really fun to watch, and what a free kick. Uh, Just to give you a picture, pretty centered, uh, shading off to the left side, and just bends it into that far left post, or to the near left post. And I mean... Goalkeeper, I, I, I really don't blame Flecken. I think it was a, just a fantastic free kick. And overall, good good points from uh, Freiburg. But Freiburg just they're they're really they have a really solid defense. They just don't they don't really score enough goals. They don't the I mean Leipzig that are one point ahead of them have ten more goals. So it just shows you how few goals uh Freiburg have been scoring recently and that's why I don't think they'll be able to get back in the Champions League places and I think Frankfurt could uh leap them 
just because Frankfurt really have more star power, I would say, in Kolomowani than uh, Freiburg have. So that's why I'd pick them to go over. Talk about a game with uh, a lot of um, firepower, Bayern Munich versus Union Berlin. Bayern Munich do not do not disappoint. I mean, everyone's talking about how this title race is on. Bayern Munich's not playing as well. They're out of form. Boom. 3 nothing. Three goals in the first half. Shut the door early. I mean, Union, this was a complete domination. Like, I mean, 20 shots to three. Two of them were blocked and one was off target. Union didn't have a shot on target. Bayern showed who was the best in the statement win. They deserved the win. They had six big chances according to FootMob and 3.6 expected goals. I mean, they played out of their minds. And this shows what Bayern, in my opinion, look like. And I don't know why. I think Nagelsmann has been really dumb for this. He hasn't been starting Mueller. He hasn't been. And when he starts him, two assists. I mean, Mueller just hasn't been playing that many minutes. The last time he started a game was February 5th, and he got a goal. And he's been playing very well. And now he gets an, uh, finally gets a start and gets uh, two assists. So I just don't really understand what's going on. Why Moore isn't playing that much? Maybe it's because of his age. He's 33, but he's been in the form of his life in the last few seasons, so I don't really understand what Nagelsmann's thinking. But, I mean, statement went for Bayern. Really shows who was up. And now we're only down to two teams tied for the lead because uh, Union lose 3 nothing to Bayern. Union could have gone to the lead, uh, could have stayed in the lead with Dortmund. But they draw points, so now it's Bayern and Dortmund are on uh, 46. Union's three points below them, and uh, Leipzig's one point behind Union. So my pick, I still think Bayern's going to win it. I've made that very clear. The stats show it. This performance shows it. They make a statement win. They show everyone who's boss. And then I think I think Leipzig are going to jump Union, and I think they might even get Dortmund too. I think they're playing in such an incredible form. They have so many attacking talents, and I think Marco Rose is a good enough coach. I think he's better than Edin Terzic, and I think that's why Leipzig are going to win at the weekend and then pass Dortmund by the end of the season. I wouldn't even be surprised if Leipzig beat Manchester City. After the UCL uh, has been finished, I'll do a Bundesliga uh, in Europe show, just recapping what's been happening. But I, th- I think that's going to be very uh, keen to watch. And then also got to watch the relegation battles. Schalke could get out of it. Bochum, Hoffenheim, Stuttgart, Hertha Berlin, all still very much in it. So that will be very, very interesting. You got to finish at least in the 16th spot, even though you don't you don't really want to go to a relegation qualifier, but the Bundesliga typically wins that. But 15th and 14th will be key spots that all five of those teams will be gunning for. So thank you for listening, and have a great day. Bye.